I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong. Where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and great day to you, wherever you may be in the world. I'm recording at a different time of day, so yes, my energy is a bit more chill, but you still gonna get what you gonna get today. You heard me? Um, <laughs> oh, I'm so no limit. Uh, I'll be tripping myself out. But listen, like always, I am so glad that you have decided to come and spend time with me. And if you are new, what's good with you, boo? Glad to have you. I hope that you come back again and again and again and again. So the six-year mark has come and gone. So we are now in the seventh year of the first Gen Lounge, like actively moving through the seventh year of the first gen lounge and i'm like you have got to be kidding me now granted this show started off as the purpose university podcast and the intention was to talk about purpose and finding purpose and meaning one in one's life which would be very ironic (laughs) what we are going to talk about today uh something that's just been on my head and in my heart and i'm like on my head in my head and in my heart is in both of them because if it's on my head that might be a problem (laughs) but um but yeah but just it's funny how life comes back around for real for real but the transition to the version lounge you know as we've talked about before was something that i wanted to be able to create space for us uh, who are first generation college graduates you know to navigate life after college right to figure out this thing because there's so many twists and turns and, and blah and blah and blah. Like, did life be life? And, and also create a platform for those who are working toward graduation and adulthood to get what they need to be able to go off into life and to thrive, right? So it's multifaceted in what it is. And on this show, there's nothing that we can't and won't talk about. Um, if we haven't, it's just because it hadn't come up, not because it's off limits. So... If there is something that you want to hear on this show, y'all know, hit me up. Hit me up. Um, Let me know. I got you. But all that said, I did not want to put out a show uh, on the actual podcast anniversary, which actually fell on my birthday, uh, which was actually when I first aired the show on my birthday at the time six years ago. Because I was like, yeah, I'm about to do this. I'm about to do this. I'm about to put my show out there. And, um, well, yeah, the the show's out there now. (laughs) And it's been out there for a minute. I mean, come on, seven years. Where in the hell does the time go? Like, the show is seven. It's seven. It's a whole seven. Yeah, a whole seven. Um, And speaking of a whole seven, depending on where you stand in the world, what you know about numbers and and what have you, y'all know I'm a 
fan for numbers. I'm, I'm I don't want to say I'm obsessed with numbers, but I love knowing about numbers and catching patterns and what have you. Um, I'm a numbers geek in a way. So seven isn't lost on me that, again, this episode would be what it is because seven is typically the number for completion, right? Um, and I think about what the past few months of my life have been because I started really pondering questions like, okay, I've got a birthday coming up. What's come of my life? And how am I feeling about where I am right now? And am I where I want to be? And what do I want to change? And what do I like? And what don't I like? And I started to do this really critical assessment because it's important that we not just live our lives and go through the motion, but we're intentional about how we move and and what we do and how we show up, right? Um, And I talk about that all the time, intentionality and not just letting things happen. Granted, there's a thing about going with the flow, but I still think you can be intentional on the flow. Like you can set your boat to sail one way and catch them waves, right? Catch the waves as you, you know, maybe you say that's surfing, Eve. Just be in the water, do what you do, right? But to catch the current, but going with it, but more so like not resisting um, what life is bringing and doing the best you can in each moment, but really leaning in to whatever um, may be before you, but of course, cognitively, right? So being able to say, hey, I recognize that this is what's before me. Um, this is or isn't a fit. This is or ain't gonna work. Uh, but to know that, but either way, rather than just avoiding it altogether or why is this happening to me? Realize that everything that's happening is happening for you, not to you. That's going to be the game changer. But yeah, yeah, yeah. With that in mind, um, doing some some deep digging, some some soul searching, some, ooh, my goodness, what is this? I wanted to experience this year's anniversary slash birthday and live live in it, be present in it to come back with the thoughts that I'm about to share with you. And it ends up being return to yourself. So often we have this, I'm trying to find my purpose. I am looking for something in life. I feel like something's missing. I don't know who I am blah, 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 blah. And that's, again, not to downplay what you're going through because, you know, I be going through things with you as well. But sincerely, just return to yourself. And I would say be yourself, but if I'm telling you to be yourself and you're feeling like you don't know who you are, that's not helpful. So return to yourself, right? Who do you know yourself to be or to have been, right? If you can't, if right, what are the parts of yourself now that make you feel good about who you are and how you're showing up in the world? Because so often the world is sending us signals that we need society's approval to be who we want to be. And it's not even that it's always intentional that sometimes we'll look up and not even recognize who we are because We've continued to kind of just move in a way that, well, I think this is right. And I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And such and such said, well, this is good. And I was approved, you know, in this way. And I was affirmed in that way externally. But then sometimes you're fighting yourself about who you are or what you've become and feeling confused because you so slowly evolved 
that you don't even recognize who you are anymore. And to be candid with you, there are some parts of me that I just had not recognized anymore. But dare I admit that or say that out loud or be willing to share that to anybody because, oh my goodness, you don't know who you are and we thought you was better than that. And that was just internal dialogue, me making that up for myself. But I'm like, yo. But then I actually talked to my trusted tribe and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm feeling this kind of way about this. And it's like, yeah, I was just waiting on you, you know, to come to that realization because this is your journey. This is your life. And I'm like, wait a minute, damn, what? Yeah, like I hadn't recognized you in this many years. Oh, I noticed this had changed. But again, I just didn't make a big deal about it. So, and the thing about my tribe, my tribe, like love my tribe. And this isn't a tribe where we all get together and drink wine and eat cookies. Um, So to hear feedback from my tribe and knowing that they don't even like hang out or rock together and not because they don't like each each other. It's nothing like that. There's my people are my people in my own space. Sometimes people think your tribe got to be like we all grew up together, went to school together. We all hang out like, nah, my tribe is made up of a few people from different parts of my life who I can trust. And collectively, this is my group. These are my compadres. But I know If and when we get together, we have a good time because it's not like we hadn't been together before, right? Because my tribe, they celebrate me and they they love on me and stuff. So I'm like, oh, let's get together. Like they're open to it and they rock. But nonetheless, this idea of feeling like I don't recognize certain parts of who I am or to feel like I just don't know. But the reality is that we do know. We have just been conditioned to not trust ourselves and to think I mean, even on a subconscious level, like to the point of, wait a minute, I didn't even know I was doing that, right? Because just through life and through experiences, through time, do we sometimes shift and we find ourselves kind of getting away from who we know ourselves to be. Now, change is inevitable. Don't get me wrong about that. And we do mature. We have life experiences where we continue to improve But in improving, you should not feel like you don't know who you are. Is that really an improvement, right? I don't think so. Now, we can recognize, um, again, growth and change being one and the same. Like, yes, I'm far more patient than I used to be. But that doesn't mean that you are less vibrant than you used to be. Um, Yes, you still speak your mind. But it doesn't mean that maybe you pop off as quick as you used to, right? Um, Because if you're somebody who speaks your mind and and speaks your truth and you find that you're no longer doing that, but that's who you are, then it's no wonder you feel like you're caged, right? Because let society or other people or other situations that may have been discouraging, disheartening, whatever, dis, 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 (laughs) make you believe that that version of yourself or being who you are is inadequate, And we've got to be mindful of that as we're navigating the world, because as long as you're satisfying other people in the world, the world's going to tell you doing a good job. But when you do what's necessary for you, you may not get the same approval ratings as you once got. But what's important is that you approve of yourself. So return to yourself. Knowing who you are, what makes you feel good? What makes you smile? What makes you laugh? What is it that you're curious about? I mean, even if there are new things, if you're a curious person, be curious. 
If you're a happy person, be happy. If you are a person who's positive, be positive. Um, But not letting the world tell you who to be, but choosing who you want to be in the world because only you can live your life. Only you are going to have the experiences that you're having. And I think one of the things is sometimes we stray away from wanting to be who we are or who we've known ourselves to be that we were actually content with because we don't want to be rejected. And we've talked on this show a few times about just rejection, isolation. But it's important to know that it's better to be rejected by people who don't embrace you anyway than to be accepted by them for being, you know, something different. And the more I sat with that idea, that thought, I realized like my people are out there somewhere. I mean, I, I mean, I got my people like y'all, my people, my tribe is my people. So they fully accept and embrace me. But in that thought, don't fear the people who you may lose for being who you are. Cause clearly that ain't your people. Them ain't your people. No way. And it can be feel challenging, right? Even when it comes to family, um, to, to think that maybe you won't have family by your side. But the thing about family, in my opinion, because I know my opinion might be different on some things, so I recognize that and I'm owning it, right? But family, they're people too. And I find so often that people, depending on who you are, where you come from, how you were raised, right? Family's opinions, they matter. No doubt about it. Family loves you. They support you. No doubt about it, right? Some people, absolutely not at all. But there is this idea to me that, again, family, they're still people. Yeah, they may be blood, but they're still people. And we have to be mindful of that because when we allow ourselves to let even family or our blood weigh so heavily um, on who we become, we're still being shaped by people who aren't living our lives. That's the point I'm trying to get at. So in returning to yourself, if you are feeling, again, lost, if you're feeling like you don't know what's next for you, if you're just feeling just, I'm just in this world, take some time and sit down and think about when you actually felt like you were thriving. What characteristics did you have that you were proud to have? How did you live? Where did you live? Who were you around? And if you just happen to say, well, I don't want to be that person no more because I was in a toxic this or I was in this and that. Okay. But was everything toxic or what was the toxic thing or the not so good thing? So don't do that. But if you found in general that you want a better space, what did that space look like for you? And seek to, to gather the best parts of those things. And again, as you continue to grow and mature, add to who you are. Change if you want to, because again, we are naturally evolving anyway, but the point is to become the most improved version of you, the good, better, best version of you, not the good, better, best version of you that is contingent on other people saying, good job, very well done. I like this. You should do more of that because then you're doing those things, of course, right? Because of the other people and not because of you. And 
when you return to yourself, there's a certain security and trust that you can have within yourself about how you move about in the world, about those hard decisions that you, well, you thought were hard, but they weren't really hard because you, you just hadn't been yourself. Knowing what you value, we talk a lot about values, but essentially that's the core, that's the foundation for living, knowing what you value. Because when you know what you value, you know who you are. I said it before, you know which decisions you want to make or not going to make, and you have a, a compass for how you live, but it's being true to that and allowing yourself to be true to that, even if it means things may be different with you and other people, or a work situation, a school situation, a business situation, whatever kind of situations before you, being okay with that because you know that it means more for you to be who you are than again to be what everybody else wants you to be. Because again, society will make you believe that to be the, your best self, that you need to live according to the standards that has been put out there. Maybe you're somebody who doesn't care to own a home. Society tells us we should aspire for home ownership, but if that ain't what you want, don't do it. Maybe you're somebody who doesn't just want to live in one place forever, um, be it that it's a state or a city, okay, move, do that, be free in that. Maybe you know, you're know you somebody who's long desired to live abroad but something is like, oh, well, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't. Why shouldn't you? And are you shooting yourself out of going forward and, you know, and doing that thing that you want to do? It's very well possible because more often than not, we are the only ones who are stopping ourselves. It's really not other people, but we think so because of this, this thing for us to sometimes want to please people or, you know, to not lose people or to be liked or just depending on who you are, where you are in your life. Because I know there are a lot of people in this community who are people pleasers. Even if you think about how many of us grew up being first generation, having to have so many responsibilities at home and not feeling like we really had much of a choice because who else is going to step up and who else is going to do it? It's going to be us. And even the people pleasing part with something we'll talk about one of these days, but I'm going to college and I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing this for my family. And I'm realizing like, it is great and it is honorable and it's notable for us to do things for our families. It's as important, if not the most important thing for us to do things for ourselves. And again, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk, definitely gonna talk about that. But nonetheless, for you who needs it today, and as I've said it over and over, repetition is key. Y'all know I'm still educated at heart. Return to yourself. Don't be afraid of who you see. Don't be afraid of who you are. Don't be afraid of what may not work out because you are just going to be who you are, who you know yourself to be in the best version of that, right? Um, you don't have to change to be loved, to be liked, to have community, to be happy, right? Again, naturally life will change us. And if you find that something is just in your way or hindering you and you can't be who you feel like you're supposed to be without moving in a completely direction, different direction, then by all means do that. But if you find that there are things about who you 
have been, who you are right now, that just do it for you, lean into that and trust that and be okay with that. Because you're the only person who's laying your head on your pillow at night, having to sleep with yourself and your thoughts and got ideas and the life that you've created for you. And there's no time, and we just, we have no time, no, no time to waste, no time for regrets or wishing you would have done something different if you have the capacity to do so. For going back and forth in your head about things that matter to you, if it matters to you, it matters to you. And as we, again, are celebrating now seven years of the first gen lounge of this podcast, of this journey, my hope for you is that you will take whatever steps are necessary, make whatever decisions are necessary, move in whatever way is necessary for you to feel complete, for you to feel whole, for you to have your needs met, for you to be happy, for you to be joyful, for you to be proud of who you are and what you've become because it is about you and your life is about you. And while there are, you know, oh, don't be selfish and they only thinking about themselves, we're taught that that's wrong because other people want us to be more of who they want us to be, not who we want to be. And that's where that comes from. And a lot of times people don't have the courage to be who they are. So it's easy to tell somebody else who and what not to be. So today, if you're tuned into this, it was meant for you to get this message, right? And I'd hope that you just embrace it as best as you can and do with it whatever you feel is best for yourself, for your life, and for your journey. But know that you're okay. Know that you got this shit. Know that you're constantly going to be evolving and thinking about things that you don't have to rush, um, but you ultimately, you get to choose, you get to decide and be empowered in that because you are wonderful. You know what you're doing every step along the way and doing what's best for you is because it's best for you because you decided that it was best for you and that's okay. But know that I am proud of you I'm constantly cheering for you. Know that I see you. And most importantly, the one thing that I always say to you that we know is coming that I want you to do. What's that thing going to be, y'all? Keep pressing forward. You're absolutely right. Keep pressing forward. Keep, keep, keep pressing forward. That's all that you really can do. On that note, I'm out. Peace. Peace.